right, welcome to the Blood Brothers Podcast. I'm Ben Steiger, your host, and today joining me is a special guest. Uh, this is, you wouldn't know it, you probably won't believe it, but this is my younger brother, Bob. And uh, he's a special guest, uh, not only because he is my brother, uh, but because uh, he is a dude that is surrendered to the call. Him and his wife, Sarah, and their five children uh, serve as missionaries in Africa. And uh, man, they are home on furlough. And uh, I went to visit Bob earlier this year, and I wanted to capture him uh, for a podcast then, and he wouldn't do it. Well, he uh, he needed something from me today, and so I bamboozled him into it. Uh, but Bobby, thank you for taking some time to. Oh, uh, it's an honor, brother. Thank to, you to share. You thank know, you, thank you. Yeah. So we have taken a new direction with the podcast where we want to share Jesus stories. Uh, you know, in the past there was teaching and there were Jesus stories in there, uh, but you know, as we battle for the masculine heart, uh, we want to help our listeners relate to uh, individuals and what goes on in life and how God speaks and how he works. And we want to encourage people, but we want to challenge uh, them along the way. So, uh, you know, you grew up in the same home I did with a mom and a dad that that loved God, with, with a father that taught us with his hands that that we could do anything with a mom that taught us to believe with Jesus as our strength, that we could accomplish everything. And uh, and you serve a God and are surrendered to a God that has given you the ability, the belief, the faith uh, to do incredible things in the name of Jesus, our Amen. King. But uh, when I went to Africa and visited you guys, I was so encouraged. And, I'd shared in the podcast earlier this year just uh, how, and I wanted to go and to be an encouragement to you, but man, you guys were such an encouragement to Milo and I and Heath, and uh, your faith is just so big. But uh, Bob, what is it uh, about your faith? What is it about Jesus uh, that makes you do what you do and live the way that you live? Well, ain't nothing about Bob Steiger. Uh, you know, from the very beginning, uh, when at 18 years old, when I was looking at uh, where the Lord was wanting me, want me to go, I wanted the Lord to take take me to a place where it wasn't in my own power that I was able to accomplish anything. Uh, but it was all by by God's grace, and uh, you know I. Sarah and I both live, uh, we, we don't like living with regrets. We don't like living the what ifs. If, if we would only have stepped out in faith, uh, and it's a, it's a daily, it's a daily process to, um, and just interactions in the stores, uh, talking to individuals that, man, if I just would have spoken to that person or if I just would have taken that opportunity to bigger steps of faith, if we would just move our family over to, or what if, what, what happens if God could have used us? So that's always playing in the back. Ever since a young kid, that's always played in the back of my mind that I, I don't like the what ifs. Um, I like to put the, put the what ifs on Jesus and uh, say, Lord, 
we're moving forward. Mm -hmm. you're, you're steering us in this direction. I don't, I don't know how it's going to play out, but we, we've sensed your leading. Uh, we have people praying for us, and they're sensing the leading as well, God. And we just we're trusting you that uh, that you're going to either open this door or you're going to shut it down. And that's that's how we've been living our lives now for uh, over over 20 years ministering in in, uh, in from Africa. Uh, I don't know if I answered your question there or not. Yeah, no, that's incredible, you know. Uh, living life in a way that is not focused on yourself and your desires. And, you know, I've had multiple conversations with you over the years of uh, how difficult it is for you at times to be engaged in your work and your mission and your calling in a foreign land, living amongst a foreign people, uh, living as a minority. Uh, and when so much is happening, back in your home, you know, or in the States where uh, there's people that you love, there's friendships, there's culture. Uh, it is a hard decision sometimes for you, sometimes daily for you to be engaged in what God's called you to. What do you have to say to uh, people when God calls them to something and it's hard? Uh, what do you have to say to, to, to people? not about you it's not about your family this is why I hate interviews <laughs> it's not even about your kids God has God has blessed me A sinner can't be crying because it'll make me cry too. <laughs> a sinner man. In spite of your inadequacy. In spite of all of my sin. In spite of all my brokenness. God's, I don't know, using a broken man times a broken marriage broken relationships with my with my children I'm just realizing that uh, there's there's a bigger picture there's a bigger bigger picture than Bob and Sarah Steiger there's a there's a bigger picture that uh, we don't leave our our children so easy to get focused on ministry or whatnot. And God has called me to be an example to my wife, to love my wife, to cherish my wife, be an example to my children. And if I'm not willing to take steps of faith, my, my kids sure aren't going to take steps of faith. If I'm not willing to step out in faith, my wife's not going to be willing to step out in faith. It start, starts at the home. Uh, it starts with me. Uh, God has put me in a position uh, 
to be responsible for what happens in my house. And uh, coming back to your question, what would I say to individuals that are seeking to step out in faith? Yeah, they got called them into something hard. Called them into something hard. Well, first of all, know that uh, your Lord and Savior suffered. You think you're suffering? You haven't suffered nearly as much as what Jesus did. To the point where he asked his father to take his burden away. It's all about perspective as well. A lot of times I'm, I'm very thankful that God doesn't show me the full picture of, of where he's moving, where he's going. Um, but I encourage you to uh, see scripture, seek counsel, and if the Lord is moving in your heart, the Lord has called you to something. Uh, I, I sure do hope that they they move forward because they're gonna they're gonna miss out on some amazing blessings, uh, amazing ways to grow as a man or as a woman or as a child, as a young adult. God uses those those difficult situations, and He. That's what has formed me into the man that I am today, by God's grace. Um, move forward. Uh, if, if move forward, if God's leading you, move forward. And what's the worst that can happen? He can he can close the door on it. Yeah, it's good. So let me give our listeners some context. So yes, you've been a missionary, you know, for twenty some years. In different parts of, of Africa and uh, you have seen God do incredible things it's been significantly challenging you've had encounters with angels that are unexplainable other than just supernatural beings that God sent sure. on your behalf you've been uh, in places where you've had to barricade doors to protect your life you've been in places where you've had to flee uh, from you know property being destructive or vehicles or even in the middle of uh, civil wars in the middle of riots uh, you have uh, seen witchcraft you have seen this you've seen that uh, just so much that uh, we at home comfortable uh, in the free country that, that we live in uh, just don't get to experience and we don't get to experience God in the way uh, that you have oftentimes because we don't allow God to be our complete uh, uh, provision. And we, we discount what God wants to do in and through our lives and then and through other people's lives in us because we choose the comfortable route. And we don't say, all right, God, you're calling me into this hard thing. Uh, let's do it. Oftentimes, we give, uh, I'll do it if, but, you know, this out of the other, or maybe later. And we discount what God could and should do. And uh, you guys have been just incredible examples of deep faith and deep surrender. I know it's hard to 
continue, you know, and here you are, you know, a man that serves God, uh, and you still have sin, and you still have flaws, and it's so imperfect, and it's so messy, and it's not hard, and it's not, or it, it is hard, it's not, not easy, but you continue to do it, and uh, that's encouraging to me, I'm thankful for you guys and for the light you shine. So tell us just a little bit about your ministry and uh, what you do and what you see. Yeah. Well, God has allowed us to, to partner up with some amazing uh, believers. Uh, my journey is, is nothing when, uh, when you have people that God has used to, uh, fellow African brothers and sisters, their faith has I, I am the man I am today because of the faith that uh, that is lived out on a daily basis. You know, I'm able to come back uh, stateside, refresh, regroup. I'm able to go into my house and uh, kind of hide away and just kind of get away from it all at times. But uh, there's so many godly men and women that God has put in my life, African brothers and sisters that are, man, they're giants, uh, absolute giants in my faith. And, God has graciously allowed us to to partner uh, with some of these individuals. And what do we do? We just life on life discipleship, life on life, daily, day in day out, just loving. You know, uh, I think one of the greatest things that we 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 miss here in the states is just authentic, raw. This is this is how this is how life is for me. I'm yes, I'm a missionary. Yes, I'm a follower of Jesus, a disciple of Jesus. But we but we struggle, and uh, a lot of those struggles, um, we being able to live transparently with our neighbors in Senegal is huge. Uh, when we're having issues at home. Or when we're when we're sad, when we're when we're missing family, they get that, and for them to see uh, where our joy, where our focus is, or how how do we how do we deal with loss, or how do we how do we deal with uh, anger? Um, they they see it, they see it in us and through us, and that's, that's what I love about Jesus is he he's so opposite of what the world shows you, and he's so opposite of what of what has been shared and shown for generations in, in uh, West Africa. And once once they get a little sliver of, a little glimpse of Jesus sometimes miraculously through through the life of me and uh, my family, they, they see that something's, something's different with this, with this individual. And uh, at least the conversation is like, oh man, his wife respects him so much. I've had guys come up to me and say, your wife respects you so much. We see the way that she respects us. She respects you. She takes well care of your children. How many times a day do you beat her? And it's like, no, 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 no. But that's that's the type of mentality that uh, that we're dealing with. This is the only that's the only way that they've known. That's what their fathers and grandfathers have done. I'm not saying that's what everybody does, but it's just uh, just little things. Mm -hmm. um, so life on life discipleship, 
loving others, living the life alongside of them. Uh, yeah. Um, That's awesome. You know, and it's so easy for us to get focused on ourselves, and uh, it's about us, it's about our comfort, it's about where we want to go, what we want to achieve, and to push out the relationships that uh, God has put in front of us for us to participate in, you know. So you're talking about relationships, and that's what I saw in my time visiting you guys, was just your investment in relationships. So you can't just go out and tell them the gospel. Uh, you have to live out the gospel. I think that at times we think that we should just be able to tell the gospel without living it out over a long period of time sometimes. And man, we really discount what the Holy Spirit uh, wants to do in and through our lives, through relationships. Relationships are messy, they're hard, oh, they take investment and sacrifice sometimes. And, uh, and you're, you talked about what Jesus did. Jesus gave the ultimate sacrifice the Father gave His one and only Son, and for us to expect to not have to sacrifice is silly, and it's misleading, and it's a lie of the enemy. So, brother, I appreciate uh, your and Sarah's sacrifice, and uh, I know it's difficult, uh, but just want to encourage you to stay the course, keep the fire. God's doing great things, and all those relationships that you've been investing in for years and years and years. And it's going to come to fruition. The love of God is going to sweep over that land. Amen. I see it. I believe it. All right. In closing, so <clears throat> you've had quite a few adventures in your life. What would you say is the number one adventure story that you experienced? I was about uh, 22, 23 years old, uh, serving in uh, another African country. We were in parts that were not super friendly to Westerners and to believers of Jesus. And uh, I knew that when I woke up at around 2.30, 3 a.m., to, to somebody walking outside of them. This is rural, very rural, uh, thatched roof, huts. Um, heard somebody outside my hut, and here's a gentleman with an AK-47. But here, this it wasn't. It was the it was the owner of the house that was guarding guarding us. Um, my friend and my my African friend and myself. And he said, "Don't be startled. I'm just up doing rounds. There's I got some information that some people might be heading this way, and uh, and this is a new new territory where the the gospel had been shared for." It had been shared years and years before, but it just was it had become difficult to do. And uh, God had called us to this specific spot. And uh, anyways, woke up, guys there walking around with his AK-47, walking, walking his property, making sure nothing was going to happen. So needless to say, I didn't sleep much longer. I woke up my, my friend, my close friend, and said, hey, uh, we need to get out of here first thing. And he said, yeah. So about... 4 30 5 o'clock in the morning we, we started headed out and we we talked to the uh this particular gentleman he was the village chief that had come to know jesus that we were staying with and he was out uh protecting us walking walking his rounds uh with, with his gun to make sure nothing was going to happen to us we asked for his his wisdom on what what's the best route out 
He said, well, the route that you came in, they already know that you're here, so you got to go a different route. So uh, we were like, okay, this, this, and we were, we were blocked in by a river, all right? And uh, so there was one, one exit out that we came in, and there was another way out that we could avoid the river. So we headed that way, uh, half hour down the road, and came up along some, some people along the side of the road, and we were talking to them, seeing where these, uh, where this kind of, I'll just call them militia, militia were and they said yeah they're, they're down there you can't you can't go there the only option is the river and uh so i looked at dodge and he said hey there's only one option we got to go to the river so i was like oh man and this is we we had just brought bought a new new toyota land cruiser and uh i was like oh man i'm, I'm just just young young kid young american missionary kid and uh, I was like, all right, let's do this. And uh, so we, we get down to the river. What was supposed to be just a little easy crossing river was not just an easy crossing river. It was about uh, 40, 50 meters wide <clears throat> and uh, fairly deep, fairly moving at, at times. And uh, so we, we, we before, we, uh, before I put the nose in of the, of the vehicle, uh, there are some uh fishermen along the side and i said and i told my friend i was like all right when when we get stuck because i know we get stuck uh we're gonna get stuck here because it's too deep you, you guys got to get ready to start pushing pushing me out and uh, so my friend he he led the path he walked in the water before me and uh, I, w I was following him into in the truck and it was i forget the width but it was definitely more than 50 meters and it uh following him and then he he goes down you don't see him anymore but i'm stuck in the middle of the river so he's swimming in the river he can't touch bottom anymore so i'm just lord just be be with me jesus and uh just keep keep going keep going keep going and then whew, I, I lose it all the the uh the front end is stuck down in there and the back end's floating up a little bit and then just swarms and swarms of these fishermen just come in and they're just behind us with their boats and they're swimming out there and they uh they were they're rocking the rocking the truck back and forth back and forth and the water is coming into floorboards and everything it's over the hood of the car and everything thankfully we had a snorkel on and but uh by god's grace i don't know how we did it they they wiggled us they they floated us over to the other side of the other side of the river and uh then we popped up and uh opened up the car doors <laughs> drained out all the water and any uh, fish and didn't have any fish but uh the lord lord protected us that day and that's just one of many times that god's hand was just so evident in, mm. in, in his protection and if, mm. if god's called you to something he he's going to provide a way and that's mm. that's my last thing and it's not it's not our own work it's man there's so many amazing uh brothers and sisters in christ that live a daily daily suffering that we have no comprehension here in the states mm. so good Brother, you're a warrior of our faith. I love you. Proud of you. Love you, man. He, uh, the reason he looks older than I do is because he, he lives in adverse scenarios <laughs> often. So that's why we'll say he looks like Santa Claus, and I don't. <laughs> well, you told uh, me that nobody watches these videos, so that's the only reason why I decided to do this. <laughs> Oh, well, I hope that uh, you guys are encouraged and I hope that uh, you take the next step in what God's calling you to this side of eternity. 
uh, he's constantly calling us to more. And the, the deeper we dive in, the more freedom, fulfillment, and purpose uh, that we experience. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be worth it. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, thank you. Have a good day. See you.